Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and entrepreneurs how to monetize and grow their businesses. This is episode 37 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to dive into really finding your strength. Last week, we talked a little bit more about your elevator pitch, and I touched on the fact that it's really important that you know who you are talking to and what you are creating for them. Now, in doing that, in order to pitch a brand, you also have to know what your strength is. So we're really going to dive into this. Now, before we get there, I want to make sure that you are aware that there is a pitch perfect cheat sheet that is available for this episode so that once you are done, you've kind of figured out what your strength is, you're able to take my cheat sheet and send out your initial pitch to the brands that you know and love and want to be able to work with. So that will be actually linked in the show notes so that you can make sure that you download that cheat sheet if you already don't have it. I also wanted to make sure that you're aware that this episode is being sponsored by the Mastering Your Influence membership site. It is the ultimate growth resource for your business success. The membership site is my personal membership site, and the point of it is to help influencers really grow their businesses so they understand the value that they bring to the table. In previous episodes, we have spoken about the whole idea of influencers working for free, and I have laid it out there very clear as far as my belief that it's up to you to decide what it is that you're going to work for. What is your time worth? So in doing that, you really have to understand and know what your business is and what it is that you're able to provide for that brand, which is why last week we talked about really honing in on that killer elevator pitch so that you can not only be able to tell a brand what you are about, but also be able to tell a perfect stranger what you're about. Because I think we often struggle with that. So that was why we covered that. Now, if you missed that, make sure you go back to episode 36 and check out where we talked about writing your killer elevator pitch. Today, though, I really want to dive into this whole idea about finding your strength. Because when you are pitching a brand, you need to be able to stand out. And let's be honest, not all of us have Facebook pages over of a million followers or Instagram Uh, channels where we have 20,000 followers. So we need to be able to figure out what our strength is. Now, in order to start this off, the first thing that we have to conquer is our mindset. You have to be able to say, it's just like when we were talking about two weeks ago, we talked about in episode 35, about being able to think about your online business and treat it, your online business, like a business. It's a mindset. It's thinking about it and then treating it that way. This is the same thing when it comes to your strengths. You have to know that you do bring something to the table. You are unique. We each have our own perspectives. We started our blogs and our sites because we had a voice and we knew that we wanted to get that voice out to other people. And we need to make sure that when we are talking to brands, we're able to succinctly tell them 
what our strength is and what it is that we are going to be able to do for them. So in order to help you figure that out, first you have to get past this whole mindset of thinking, oh, I don't have a strength. I'm just out there doing my thing. I have a couple Facebook followers. I got some Pinterest followers and I take okay photos. No, you need to find out what your strength is. So I'm going to help you really dive into that today. And before you can do that, we need to overcome something. And what it is that we need to overcome is that we need to stop comparing ourselves to everyone else out there. Constantly, I work with clients and they'll say to me, oh, but I can't. I th- Why is it I see so-and-so going to Hawaii on a paid media trip? Why can't I go to Hawaii? And I have to remind my client, you don't know how the, 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 what the terms are for that contract. Is Hawaii really paid for? Or are they just, you know, throwing them $100 to be able to talk about it on Facebook? You don't totally know what is going on with the other contracts and relationships that are out there with other influencers. So stop comparing yourself to everyone else. You may be on a very different journey than another blogger as well. And that journey could have started years ago, or it could be relatively new. You have no idea what their journey was like. For example, a lot of people will say to me, well, how long did it take you to be able to replace your income? Well, it took me three to four years in order for me to replace my teaching income to be able to retire and do this full time. But here's the thing about those three to four years. In that three to four year time, I was working full-time as a reading specialist. I was commuting three hours every day and I had two babies. I had a three and a half year old and I had a newborn newborn during that time. So the time that I could have wasn't may not have been the same amount of time that someone else could possibly have. And it's the same thing for all of you. Stop looking at what everyone else is doing. Just because I now am able to work on my business full time and stay home does not mean that because you still are working part time that you can't do what I am doing. You have to get it this mindset and this whole idea of comparing yourself to everyone else out there out of the way because it is seriously going to hold you back. You need to either stop looking at Facebook and following bloggers personally so that you see what they're talking about about this campaign or that campaign and just put your blinders on and pay attention to the things on social media that are happening that are helping them grow their business, but not necessarily the sponsor portion of things of what you think they're getting paid. Because again, you don't know their circumstances, which is the same reason that I always tell people, you do not have the right to judge anyone else if you think that they are getting paid or if you think that they are getting doing a post in exchange for product. That is on them. They need to do what is right for themselves and their families. So when it comes to this, do what is right for you and your family. Figure out how you can move your business forward finding your strength so that you can articulate that to a brand so that they want to work with you. Okay, so we got some of these mindset issues out of the way. So now what we really need to start to do is we need to look at all the different areas in which your strength could come from. So the first place that we can start is what is your expertise or even education? Some clients that I work with, some of them are doctors, some of them are veterinarians, some are teachers or former administrators. 
If you have an expertise or you are you have a higher level of education and you're writing about that. Now, obviously, it needs to be in correlation to what you are writing about. So for me in particular, I was a former reading specialist. I had my master's in education as well as literacy. That has nothing to do with food blogging. So when I pitched a brand, I did not talk about the fact that I had my master's in education and literacy. But if I was talking to an educational product for a parenting post, then that made sense. It has to correlate. So if you can show that your expertise or your education has something to do with that brand, then it's important that you're able to articulate that in your initial pitch that you are reaching out to them for. Okay, so once, if you're not looking at expertise or education, um, you can take a look at your life experiences. So do you come from a diverse family? Do you come from a large family? Do you, you yourself have a large family? Um, are you homeschooling? These kind of questions are important. I have one particular client that has eight children and she homeschools and they range from one to 16 years old. She's a parenting blogger. She absolutely should be putting that in her initial pitch as her strength. This is who she is. This is what she does on a daily basis. If a mother that homeschools eight children knows how to use a product, I'm sorry, but I'm going to listen to whatever she tells me to do. Her house is not on fire. She looks amazing and she has it all together. So if that person, if that particular client that I'm talking about reached out to a brand for an educational toy, it would be so important and smart for her to make sure that she is talking about her life experience of having these children and homeschooling them. So think about like where you kind of, do you have, do you come from, maybe you were married beforehand, you had your own kids and then you remarried and they have their children. So now you have this um, harmonious family that you've brought together. There are brands, if you are talking about that as a parenting blogger, there are brands out there that are going to value that. So you have to always keep that in mind as something that puts sets you apart. It makes you unique. So when we're talking about strengths, we're looking to see ways in which we are unique and different than everyone else that's out there. Okay, so after expertise and experience, we then want to take a look at, do you have a particular skill set that maybe someone else doesn't? So were you a Michelin-trained chef and you can whip up all sorts of um, vegetables and prepping and it would look amazing in a video? Or are you a specific photographer or videographer? Are your photos absolutely stunning? Brands are going to pay for that, especially if you're a food photographer. And if you can do video, that's going to make a huge difference. Another area that people don't always think about is that if you are used to or in your um, your skill set was being able to get on camera. Maybe you did radio years ago. Or, for example, maybe you worked at a TV network. Even if it's behind the scenes, you understand how the behind the scenes work. Um, I have another client that I can think of that works for a food network. She does the behind the scenes of setting it all up and making it look gorgeous. That is a skill set that brands are going to value. Your setup of styling was on Food Network constantly. That is something that we should be promoting as part of her strengths when she pitches brands. Okay, 
So after your particular skill set, and now most people are thinking in their head, well, why hasn't she said anything about social media? Like, that's where my strength is. That's great, but not everyone can start off with social media being their expertise and their strength. So if it is your strength, if social media is your strength, then look at which platform. Are you more confident on Facebook? Do you have a ton of engagement there? Do you have a higher reach on Twitter? Maybe you have a large Twitter following. Wherever it might be, you have to be able to articulate with numbers and data that that is why it is your strength. And that's why you think you should be doing something for the brand. Now, to go along with that, this whole idea of taking a look at what is trending. And if you are paying attention to anything right now, you know that video is huge. If you can create a tasty style video, if you can get in front of Facebook Live or Instagram stories or Insta stories, then you are going to have an advantage over other people that are not willing to do that or are not comfortable enough to do that. If you've been doing it for a while, that gives you even more of a leg up. So really take a look at what are the trends? What do you see up and coming? And if you can see the writing on the wall, make yourself comfortable. Get into it. Dive into it. You see the writing on the wall at this point. Video is where it is. You have to be doing some sort of video. So if you can't quite figure out how to work in video for yourself, think about Facebook Live, Instagram stories. The whole live aspect provides the opportunity for you to be able to not have to have a polished, perfect presentation. And I think that gives a lot of us that are not comfortable the opportunity to dive into it and to take it on. That honestly is something that we have done over at the Malrose family. I am very comfortable in front of a camera and talking, especially if I have my four-year-old who likes to be a monster at times. And that is one of the things that we pitch as part of the Melrose family is that we'll do a Facebook Live for you, creating a recipe, creating a project, whatever it might be. And the brands love that because it's some, they know what the reach is like. They know what the engagement is like on video. And it's authentic. It's not pushy. It's not pushed through with quickly, you know, throwing it across the, the screen with your disclosure that this is a sponsored video on behalf of whoever it might be. You can state that within the video, within the live feed, and it just be part of the conversation. And then you explain why it's sponsored and why you love that product. Because guys, that's what it really comes down to. When you are reaching out to brands, you should be reaching out to the brands that you know, love, and use. If you are not reaching out to those brands, then it's going to be difficult <laughs> to create a Facebook Live on camera and state that you love that product or to say that it's a sponsored post and then be able to explain how it all is connected and be authentic. So always start with the brands that you know, use, and love because it will come across so much more authentic to your audience. They will trust you and they will want to continue to engage and get to know you. And that is one of the things that any sort of live feed gives you the opportunity to do. Now in upcoming weeks on the podcast, I'm going to be doing a series on live video because we have definitely taken a turn and a pivot towards using it on the Melrose family. And it has, we've seen our engagement go up on Facebook. We're also seeing 
brands are willing to pay for it because they can see the value in it. So if you're not comfortable in front of the camera, it might be time to do it. Try it out. See what it's like. And I'm going to be running through a series on the podcast in the next couple weeks where I really dive deeper into this. So what I want you to get out of this is that in order for brands to see the value in what you are bringing to them, you have to believe it. You have to believe that your strength is the fact that you are a Michelin trained chef or that your food photography is absolutely stunning and worth the money that they're going to have to pay for it. If you do not believe that and you cannot do the talk, then it's, they're not going to believe it and they're not going to buy into it. And you are going to probably question yourself constantly when you are pitching these brands, bringing this up. Well, maybe I'm not that great of a food photographer or maybe I don't have that great of a Facebook reach. You need to believe it. You And if you can't get to that point where you can say, okay, this is my strength, then you need to practice it so that you get to that point. The Melrose family, my strength was not always Facebook Live. I was not always comfortable in front of the camera. I, I can remember my palms sweating, my heartbeat racing as I went to go do my first Live. And I think I got on for like two minutes and talked as fast as the micro machine man possibly could have spoken. <laughs> You have to start to try it and get comfortable and practice. So pick something, figure out where you feel like you have an edge or you have an interest to learn it. You understand the value that it could bring to your business. So now that you're going to put your energy and pivot towards that so that it can become your expertise and your strength that you are going to promote to a brand in the initial pitch. All right, guys, I want to make sure that you are telling me what your strength is. Let's work through this together. So I want you to go to JennyMelrose.com and I want you to go up in the top right corner and I want you to click there. It's going to take you over to our Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook community. And in that community, I want you to tell me, come in and give me a post and tell me what it is that is your strength. And if you're not sure what it is, ask that question. Have this discussion. Our community is one of the most involved communities I think I've been a part of on Facebook because we're routinely trying to help each other, lift each other up, and move each other's businesses forward. So if you're not part of that Facebook community, please make sure to join in. We always like to continue the conversations over there once the podcast is over, as well as I love it when you guys subscribe to the podcast um, over on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you find that you're listening to an episode and you can think in your head, you know what? This needs to get shared. I need to share this with Susie. She needs to know that she has a strength and that she can stand behind it. Whatever podcast episode it is, I appreciate it so much when you all share it because that's what I was always looking for. If someone shared an article with me or told me about a book that they had read that changed the way that their business was run, That was what I was looking for. I always wanted references like that. So if you ever feel that this, you're listening to an episode and it would be the perfect episode to share out there, please share it. Tag me. I would love to comment and love to thank you. And I appreciate it when you do that. So until next time, I will see you all later. (laughs) 